Hello and welcome to Mobility Matters, the official Cartus podcast. I'm Louise Konkowski, Branding and Communications Manager at Cartus. And on this bonus episode, Lisa Johnson, Director, Global DEI Solutions, and Cindy Madden, Director, Consulting Solutions, take a look at the findings from our recent internship and co-op program survey report. For a copy of the report, please visit cartus.com. Okay, over to you, Lisa, to get the conversation started. Thanks, Louise, and welcome to you out there, all of our listeners. In today's episode, we'll be discussing the results of Cardis's 2023 internship co-op survey that we recently released. I'm Lisa Johnson, and I'm thrilled to be discussing this research with one of the smartest people I know on all things global mobility, Cindy Madden. Welcome, Cindy. Thanks, Lisa. Appreciate it. Looking forward to today's discussion. Me too. Cindy, you know, I really want to start with kind of the beginning. Why is this topic important in terms of timing, but also in terms of a company's strategy? Well, Lisa, as you know, many of our clients and prospects are preparing to welcome interns early this summer. And having a survey with 29 respondents like this one might help provide some new ideas while they're still in the planning phase. An internship provides a great opportunity to welcome a new group of early talent and introduce them to the organization the way you want to. Most of the respondents stated their internship or co-op programs were strictly in the U.S., although nearly a quarter of them run both U.S. domestic and international programs. Well, it's probably not surprising to see that most of the programs are traditionally run from May to June through August and around 12 weeks in length. I mean, I think many of us think about interns as a summer event for college students, but it was especially interesting to me to find that nearly 40% of survey participants also have a rotational program for their early talent, and that runs annually throughout the year, and it starts and ends at different times of the year. Yeah, and that confirms understanding that these organizations are focused on developing young talent coming into their organizations, although they do it in a variety of ways. Speaking of rotational programs, I did want to mention that CARDIS will have the results of a recent survey on those assignments available in the near future. That's great. Uh, More research coming. That's super. So, you know, you're right, Cindy, it is about exposing that next generation to your company and industry in terms of internships. So let's talk about the internships and how they're going to be held in terms of in-person, remote and hybrid. It seems like it's, you know, parallel to the, the topics that all workplaces today are talking about. And it's definitely not one size fits all. So with the peak of the pandemic, definitely in the rear view mirror. Thankfully, we see that this year, 62% of the respondents are going to hold in-person internships, and that's compared to only 12% doing that in 2021. And this year, only one respondent is still hosting a virtual internship. So that means that about 35% of the participants are planning for hybrid internships with some in-person time and then some time for research and special projects that will happen outside of the corporate facility. And that makes sense. So many of the companies that we work with today are in a hybrid work mode, too. Um, And that makes sense. And 62% also said their budgets haven't changed. So on-site programs have not expanded in the last two years. The only area where the budget might have increased is in the cost of housing, 
an area that we in relocation are more than familiar with. But I find it of note that nearly nearly 64% of our 2022 respondents offered housing support, and this year only 38% intend to do so. Perhaps housing exceptions are going to be managed this year on a case-by-case basis. Hey, Lisa, let's talk a little bit about benefits and how the interns are being supported. It's the benefits that companies are interested in benchmarking. When we look at the other benefits being offered, nearly 86% of respondents offer a salary to their interns. And we know that paid internships are critical to attracting a diverse group of interns. So that's important. And that's great to see that high percentage. Last year, a lump sum was provided additionally by 57% of respondents. But that too has come down a lot this year to 38%. With a focus on the higher housing costs that you mentioned, Cindy, that may be why these other benefits are slightly lower. We also saw that benefits for international internship programs were similar to those programs held only in the U.S. Salary tops the list, followed by lump sum incentives and immigration, of course. Hey, Lisa, with your own focus on DEI, I'd be really interested in hearing um, what you found interesting about the professional support being offered. You know, We all know that the intern program gives valuable opportunities for technical skill development in any industry. But this research also highlights the exposure that most of the participating companies are giving towards their corporate values. 72% are sharing their DEI initiatives with the interns. 55% are sharing their sustainability initiatives and corporate social responsibility values. It seems like it's not only an opportunity to share their corporate culture, Really understanding that this next generation of employees want to work for companies that care about these values. Our research is confirming something that's being written about and acknowledged by HR and recruiters every day around the world. And the survey also highlights the onboarding, um, importance of onboarding, right? And the focus on building networks, but also having fun. And they're sharing some of the ways that they're, you know, doing that with their interns which of course is part of the recruiting process for the future, I'm sure. Cindy, let's stay on this topic of what's unique to this generation of interns and upcoming employees. We have to talk about these young interns and how the pandemic may have impacted them. What do you think? Well, you know, many of this year's interns spent at least some of their time at university locked away from their fellow students and social interaction altogether. From a social standpoint, many of these interns are more comfortable communicating by phone than in person, as anybody with children will tell you. So we asked this year's survey participants if any type of work etiquette was going to be provided to the interns. And although 90% of respondents agreed that this would be, you know, a really great topic to cover during internships, at this time, 41% offer something similar, leaving this a topic um, that's a great opportunity for businesses to grow these young professionals in a personal way as well as in a professional way. So speaking about opportunities in internships, it's always important to measure return on investment, that ROI for initiatives, and intern programs are no different. So I was really excited to see that not only do 97%, almost all intern programs set objectives for the interns at the start, But almost as many, 79% of our respondents in the survey, provide a survey for their interns at the end of the program. 
it's kind of like the end of an international assignment, right? Where you really want to understand what they got out of the program and if the objectives were met. So that, that's great that there's that much forma, formal structure in intern programs. Cindy, it's been so much fun to do a roundup of the highlights from this year's intern program research on this episode of Mobility Matters. Do you think we hit everything? Anything we missed? I think the only thing that I would say, which was kind, came as kind of a surprise, was that only 20% of the interns that go through these programs actually become employees. So, Lisa, I don't know, but I think, you know, giving that some thought, program costs are high and planning internships is time consuming for HR and global mobility. So I would have thought there would have been more interns wanting to get into the organization. But of course, maybe they do. And what we don't know is whether the organization didn't choose the interns. I'd love to know more about that. Also, I think the impact of the pandemic in the past couple of years might play into that 20% number. That is really interesting. Well, I know that our listeners can download the whole research from uh, the, the research report from the website. Um, and I do want to give a big thanks to you, our listeners, on today's episode and to you, Cindy Madden, for joining me in this conversation. And I hope everyone will come back for upcoming episodes on other hot topics on Mobility Matters. So thanks for joining. 